Hey, you guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about self-confidence. And when I think of self-confidence, I think about my life and my voice, and that we all have an inner voice and things that we can share with the world, and that it will be very vital for me to actually use that voice to not compare myself to others, but to actually see what's positive within me and be able to use those positive traits to be able to influence the world. And I'm going to give you guys some steps, and I'm going to give you eight steps that we can practice to help develop self-confidence. I want you guys to go back and think in your mind, when was the last time you felt really confident about something you did, the way you looked, who you surrounded yourself with, or even your job or your family? When was the last time you felt confident and you had high self-confidence? All right. Self-confidence can be one of the hardest things to develop. But the great thing about self-confidence is that when I start to develop it and I start to use it in a positive light, I can have unlimited possibilities of what I can actually pursue and be and become in my life. I want you guys to also think about the last time you had low self-confidence. And one of the hardest things with low self-confidence is just being able to accept that I had moments where I dismissed compliments or I had moments where I stayed in a comfort zone and didn't actually think outside of the box. And a lot of times that can cause us to become what we like to say another C, complacent. So if you've ever experienced low or high self-confidence, I want you guys to think about it, be able to be aware of it, and be able to move into a positive way of thinking. So my job today is to give you guys those steps and that for you to be able to use them to actually change your life and create maybe a life change list of things that you can do so that you can become a better version of yourself. So let's go to step one. Step one, it's important for us to concentrate on our strengths instead of our weaknesses. Now, I know for many of us, this can be really difficult for us to just concentrate on things we're doing well and not looking at the things we haven't done well. Um, That goes back to self-doubt. For example, let's say if you had a family member or friend that struggled with their own self-worth or self-esteem, and all you heard growing up were negative statements or you were surrounded by people who accomplished maybe tasks that you wanted to accomplish yourself, this can be really, really difficult for a person to be able to say, I have a strength within me that I can actually focus on because we get fixated on the little, small, minute things that we don't do well. And the great thing about being focused on yourself is that you can be in tune, and it goes back to the word attunement, that I can be in tune with myself and my surroundings, but I can understand that small little steps can definitely create inner strengths. So when I concentrate on the strengths I have and start to negate some of those weaknesses, it gives me a better opportunity to actually see my abilities. So think about those strengths. Some strengths for you guys, you might be great public speakers. For others, it might be that you have a great way of using active listening skills. For others, it might be that you just are a great person to be able to cook or to clean or to share or to be someone that someone can trust. Those strengths are really important. And when I can start to develop my strengths, then my weaknesses can kind of dissipate. Number two, reduce our comparisons. This is something that I've had to work on within myself. It's not comparing myself to even the past me. Um, Because I know there were a lot of parts of me that I just didn't like um, from 15 years ago. Things that I said, things I've done that I had to ask for forgiveness. Learning to respect myself and my own self-worth is taking time to get to that place. 
But just knowing when I reduce my comparisons to others, then it allows me to actually challenge myself. It allows me to actually respect who I am and be able to know that I'm in the right position at the right time. And I do have power within myself to do the next right thing. So I think it's important for us to remember that when we reduce comparisons, then we can actually start to experience life in a different perspective. Step number three, create your own path. I always believe that we all have our own roads that we can actually drive down or we can actually get sometimes stuck in the same dead ends. And we have to know when that path is going down that winding road and I keep hitting the same roadblocks, I need to be able to actually put the car in reverse and go in a different direction. I don't know if any of you guys remember like MapQuest. Um, of course, now people use Google Map and other types of you know transportation maps to kind of help them to navigate through life. But I remember when I first started using MapQuest when I was younger, I was like, man, this is kind of confusing because it would send you almost in different directions and it was like rerouting, rerouting. And that's kind of like what we need to do with our brain to reroute our thoughts and to create our own path. Um, I always believe that when I am using my intuitive part of myself and I'm not being as analytical at times that I really can find my own inner peace, but that there there are times when I have to use that part of my brain and I have to be able to create a path that works for me in that moment. So each situation will allow you to make decisions, but once I can create my own path, I can become who I need to be for me. Step four, eradicate doubt. Self-doubt is something that's going to be there in our lives. It doesn't mean that we doubt that we can actually do things, but sometimes we doubt the progress is going the way we expect it to. So when I think of eradicating doubt, it means that we don't put as much pressure on ourselves to get to a certain point or level of success or pinnacle of success in our lives. But we can actually say, this is who I am. This is what I've done and that I still have the ability to improve. So eradicating, meaning to let go and erase a lot of that doubt, that goes back to actually saying positive things and statements and mantras and doing esteemable things each day will help us to eradicate a lot of doubts that we have. Number five, make room for your blessings. Now, this goes back into everyone I believe in this world has the opportunity to develop their own gifts. And sometimes we don't know what those gifts are because we are so focused on other things or maybe we haven't been nurtured or told how to cultivate our gifts that we actually lose sight of what those gifts are. But when we can make room, it means that we know that it's endless, the possibilities of what my gifts can actually be used for. And if I can actually use it in a positive way, it gives me more perspective of things I need to work on within me. So one of my gifts I love is to be able to be empathetic, um, being able to feel for someone and being able to be almost like an empath where I can sit there, allow other people's emotions and feelings to kind of cultivate and to be able to share openly with their own issues. And then I can be able to actually give them positive feedback or be able to just be there. Sometimes being present can be a way of making room for others. But when you know what those blessings are, you can use them in positive ways. Number six, share your gifts. Whatever gifts that we have, it's important that we share them with others. We tell them what those gifts are. And in using those gifts, we can become better versions of ourselves. Um, when you know what you bring to the table and you know what you can share and build upon, it helps you to build in your communities and to be generous and to use your time, energy, and talents for, your, for the better. Number seven, know what you want. 
When you know what you want, you can actually become a better part of yourself. So knowing what I want is going to be really important for me moving forward, but also being able to tell people what I need is going to help me to become who I need to be for myself. And the last one, number eight, be resilient. When I'm resilient and I can share and I can go through challenges, then I can actually realize that I have made it through and I can continue to get better one day at a time. I hope you guys enjoyed the eight steps to practicing self-confidence. I want you guys to start creating a confidence list, things that you can do that help you to feel better each and every day and know that the more that you stay focused on yourself, anything is possible. Let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Have a great day. Yeah.